I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chafin. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with this. Please subscribe to our Patreon page. You can uh, hear all kinds of extras with uh, T.J. Miller on the road and Hell Gig stories and behind the scenes of a comedy club in Manhattan. So please support that. I could really use your support. So if you like this podcast, please uh, sign up for Patreon page. It's only like two bucks, and you can really kind of uh, get some extra stuff that I want to try to add. It's even getting better and better each week. So please support us, and uh, I'll give back. It's funny you just said that about hype. Um, well, this week I feel like with all the stuff you know happening in comedy with um, uh, what's her name, Hashim. What's her first Dina, name? Dina. Dina. Dina Rashim. Dina Rashim. All that stuff. It's like you know, it's so funny how comedy like comedians just start to just like. It's just like they're swarming over all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like all this, you know, whenever there's some sort of controversy with a comedian. Did you get wrapped up in it at all? Um, I didn't. I mean, like, well, first, I mean, I take like, I've been saying this forever. That if yeah. you get it, you know, if you're someone who's easily offended, then just don't go to a comedy show or unfollow. You know, I've been saying this. Yeah. I didn't start getting upset about this because of her. You know, I've been like sure, sure, saying sure. this forever. But I was really busy this weekend. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I was like, I will fight this battle on yeah. what's today or whatever today yeah, we'll is. Talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> and actually today I tweeted something about it, which oh, is like did. so Hilarious. much later than everyone else. But like I figured everyone else, later. everyone job. had it during the weekend. You know, yeah. I had, I was busy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's and good then, to be busy. And now no one was tweeting about it. So I yeah. tweeted about it, that's you good. know. No, I like that. You just like let it, let that fire burn out. And yeah. And when, like, that's it. how I feel like with politics too. Like everyone gets really mad when something's happening i'm like all right you take this fight and when you get bored of it in a week then yeah. i'll you know say something <laughs> let, let everybody leave the room and then you'll talk yeah. about it you guys do a that's lot heavy lifting that's interesting no, i like but, that but the is people get burned out so fast and yeah. so i'm not contributing at all if everyone's saying it on social media it's like yeah. a week or two later when no one's talking about it anymore that i'm like hey remember we were really pissed about that thing yeah you know I just amaze how people get so mean. I can't because you're such a sweet it. person, and it's like you know. I try to surround myself with sweet people, and it's like I just how are these people so mean? I don't know. I mean, they're just so mean. I don't know about disagreeing with things and like not letting people make a mistake and not let. And it's like people fuck up. Like yeah. we all mess up. We say the wrong thing. I delete like a comment and a thing every day. Like I'll <laughs> I'll start today. I did like two, and I was like, ah, I gotta delete that. Like I just do right. that. Sometimes I'll do stuff, and in a, sometimes I'll be inappropriate or whatever. And it's like I'm a human being. Yeah, we all make mistakes. And yeah. now with social media, it's just when you make a mistake, oh it's out there. It's forever. And people are just not forgiving. <laughs> like yeah. we will just Crazy. take it. And I do think there are some situations when you when someone says something really racist and you get yeah. on tape. Like, good. I'm glad they get fired. Like, I think there's levels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you see... But even that, it's like, like I don't think Liam Neeson is racist, even though he said that thing he said about, like, when his friend got attacked by the black person, you know, he said he wanted... You didn't hear that? No. Yeah, he said something like, he said he wanted to say the N-word. That's what he said. Okay. And then, but then they made it this whole thing, and, like, I think he was just, like, he was responding to his friend. Right. And he's also, you know, it's like I think European. There's, I think different. there's, like, levels. Like, sometimes, <laughs> like, I remember seeing this video where there's this white lady and she was calling the cops on these two oh. black women who weren't doing anything. Like sure, she was blatantly sure. lying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was well, on. They didn't have permit for a barbecue. 
Oh, that yeah, was, yeah. That was, that was what she said. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, like, like when it's, like, that crazy, I'm kind of glad it goes viral. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's levels, but I guess yeah. who decides the level? Because something that I think is a big deal, you actually yeah. may not, and vice versa, you know? Sure. So I don't know what the situ- what the – there's no solution. I just think it's going to go – Well, with, with stand-up, it's like, you know, it's like people still don't get it that we're – Doing jokes, right? They still don't understand how long has this craft been going on? You know, eighty years, whatever. People still don't understand that our job is to kind of try to make light of something that may be tragic or dark, right? But it's like that's the purpose, and that's why I went into it because I was like, I just love taking people that are sad or angry and making jokes and laughing. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. you know, I love. Like sure. when I'm backstage, you know, yeah. I'm so happy. You're like, I'm no, I'm, there's nowhere I'm happier than in a comedy club or like at a play or anything where I'm performing. Sure, because I just I really love it, and I don't understand why people don't understand that th- this is a place for laughter, yeah. not to get upset. Nothing we're saying is. Re- like as substance of you know yeah I'm 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 always amazed by it you know, people can't just figure it out that we're kidding and playing around yeah I can only imagine what because you do so much all <laughs> over the board of yeah. things that for someone who wants to be offended <laughs> can find something to be offended <laughs> yeah uh, you know yeah I'm now doing abortion jokes like I you know I but and I'm okay with like I'm pretty good at kind of. Well, on stage, it's a little different, I think, um, far as, like, when your audience is in front of you. I think it's a little easier to kind of, like, sway them into kind of, like, this this idea of, like, that we are trying to have uh, alternate ideas about things. And when I am playing, I'm being playful. Right. You know, I might be rub my nipple or I'm being silly or, <laughs> right. you know, there's, a, there's a, a tone in my voice that you know I'm being, you know, fun and playful. And it's like, but, but I think it's like, you know, that's when you can control it more. Right. But like with a tweet or something or or a or even like a video or something, it's a harder sometimes. When yeah. people like t- digest it, they they can just automatically just like choose to be offended as opposed to kind of like, you know, seeing it live and understanding right. it well, as it's I do, happening. I do all of this live streaming. So yeah. and then those videos live forever because people are copying it and saving clips sure, and sure. then I'm just like Oh god! I made that once. I was live. I've been live for thousands and thousands of hours yeah. over the last few years, and yeah. I take one line that I said, mm. and it's you know blown out of proportion. You know. So did you have something like that? Oh, be, well, I have a character whose name is HPV, <laughs> and um, <laughs> well, her name is Hope Paula Vag, but her initials are HPV, and so you know, there's a lot of HPV <laughs> jokes that come along with that. You know. And let me tell you, some people don't find that funny. So every once in a while, I'll get, do you know that that causes cancer? I'm like, oh I'm not, first of all, when have I ever made fun of cancer? I, I yeah. mean, maybe I did, but but yeah. the girl, the girl's name, it's comedy, it's funny, it makes sure. people laugh. It's funny to say, oh, I love HPV, or, yeah, yeah. you know, HPV is so cute. Like, those things yeah, are yeah, funny yeah. when people write that in, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but that's the one that I get a lot of uh, people not that, that happy with. Oh, that's so funny. Well, you do different, you do different like, um, 
like races and stuff too? Or yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And no one likes my. I have a Hispanic character. <laughs> um, her name's Maria. First of all, I suck at accents, and I do all these characters with different accents. It's great. So yeah. there, it's all like stereotypes. Awful. Yeah. So again, if you're looking to be offended, yeah. you're going to be offended by uh, these uh, characters. You know. Yeah. No. It's it's funny though how people just get so weird about everything. Like you can't even you know. And that's the thing is like like. I know you pretty well just yeah. by just being around you. I, I'm getting to know you more and more, but I feel like it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't have a mean bone in your body. Like, I can tell people that are a little like, I kind of keep my distance. You're not one of those people. Right. Like, you know, you're the kind of person that it's like, yeah, like I would ask you to help me move. You know, yeah. like that's the kind and of person you are. I wouldn't, <laughs> but I would pay someone to help you. <laughs> I just make you feel guilty for all the stage time. Like, come on. I'm like, doesn't I can, but I'm gonna pay for the best person on Craigslist to come and help you. And they murder us because it was Craigslist, yeah. right? But uh, well, the videos. Um, that's. I mean, that's that's what I. You know, you're a go getter like that. I think that's very interesting. Like, because I feel like you know, I'm sitting here doing the podcast, and like we're all hustling in comedy. I, you know, I run a club, whatever. Yeah. Like we all fine you know i was talking to regina about the warm-up like there's just so many different venues or avenues to take in comedy where you can just like you know try to make money and try to like get your exposure out right and like you really because everybody says the thing that you're doing but they don't really do it like everybody says i need to do videos or i need to do characters online and do a stream thing yeah you you really did it and you do it all the time and all the time you have a good fan base from it right it's like well i mean like you you just said like you you have to hustle in this business nothing's given to you and if it is given to you it gets taken away fast like yeah. that's what I've seen over the years anyone sure. who gets anything just because they show you know they're yeah. it's, they're young or they're good looking or whatever it doesn't last no, so doesn't. you don't, you almost don't want it given to you you want to work for it because everyone sure. who I see works for it yeah it's been in it for a long time, you know, and that's... Is Periscope still on? Well, it, I mean, there is still a Periscope, but it's <laughs> okay. like, you know... You don't do that anymore. No. I I go on to tell people, oh, come to Patreon or come over to Instagram. Like, I'll go okay. on to advertise other things, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But it's a real, like, you know, all... Everyone's just naked and doing drugs, <laughs> which I'm not against. <laughs> I just, you know... <laughs> I got to get back on Periscope. It's <laughs> <laughs> like after this podcast, Periscope, like, stock rises... <laughs> <laughs> I had no um, idea that was happening. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of falling apart. But uh, <laughs> I was like the last to be using that. Well, that stuff, it stuff comes and goes, right? Yeah. Like it was Venmo, I'm not Venmo, Vine. Vine. Vine was a big deal for a little yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, then once, I mean, Instagram and Facebook just knock everything out. So yeah. once Instagram started doing little videos, Vine left. So you, once so you, Instagram and Facebook started doing live, okay. Periscope went down. I got you. So then I st- which just sucked because I had such a big following on Periscope. Did you? So I mean, I still go on to try to get people over to Instagram, but it's a slow, but it's coming. It's coming along. You're starting you know? to get your people over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And the, the dedicated people are the dead. You know, they follow yeah, yeah. me wherever I you have I your, go. Your yeah, serious fans. Yeah, all four of them, but they love me. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my parents. <laughs> Do you have like weird fans, like fetish fans and stuff? I feel like you, you, could, yeah. you tap into a lot of fetishes. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> and let me tell you, 
I think the reason I know about it is because I don't judge it. Like, I let the weirdos, like, be weird. Be yeah. Weird. I mean, they're not allowed to, like, show up at my doorstep. Sure, but they sure. can write weird stuff in the cop. I don't, yeah. It doesn't affect. Look, if you call me fat and ugly, I'll block you. Sure. But if you're like, um, I have a fetish for, you know, thick thigh Jewish women, I'd be like, well, thank you. You're in the right place. You know? <laughs> so I don't mind fetishes if it's in a compliment. Sure. You know, Absolutely. if they're like, I want to, you know, chop you up into pieces and put you in a fridge. Yeah, but it's f- yeah. I'd probably block them. Probably. <laughs> Hilarious. But uh, yeah, no, there are there are some people that are a little weird, but so am I. So I feel like I just embrace them. I don't. Yeah, judge you don't make them. people feel you know awkward. Yeah. For... Again, but that's the whole thing with comedy. You know, if I'm saying weird, crazy stuff, I don't care what they write in the chat as long as they don't show up at my doorstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that. And you don't want, yeah, that's, that's always to like people, you know, in audiences and things too, where it's just like, I don't care what you say to me. Just don't, you know, don't like talk to each other or don't right. be mean. Don't be, don't be mean. Don't ruin yeah. the show. Like, yeah. as long as you're adding and being fun and yeah. good, I don't, you know, like I said, I do this because I enjoy it. I, if it's going to be a negative thing, then I don't want you a part of it. Very cool. What's, um, so what was like the first big, like, uh, Big thing for you in comedy, like a like a, a defining kind of like big moment that, that um, really kind of started to change things for you. Well, um, huh, interesting. Like, like access, or and was that? You know what? It really was the Periscope, to be periscope. honest. Yeah. So I was doing yeah. like, well, first off, I started as an actress. Like I went okay. to college for acting and everything. Yeah. And then nothing was happening. <laughs> like I was broke, <laughs> and nothing was happening. <laughs> so I thought stand up, I could make money. It was actually my dad. My dad's an accountant. He was like, "How come we don't try stand up?" I was like, that, are you stupid? Like, that's the hardest form. Yeah. He's like, try it. And he was right, because right away I was starting to book, like, little, th- you know, sure. much fit. At least with stand-up, as much as you put into it, you'll get out of it, yeah. at, at, to, to a certain degree. Yeah. If you're an actress, you could go years and not book anything, sure. even if you put yourself there's, out there. There's also kind of, like, this mid-level um, thing in comedy that's not really in acting. You know what I mean? Like road work and things like that where you can make a couple hundred bucks doing comedy. It's not like a lot of couple hundred bucks acting stuff. No, not at all. (laughs) Either like you're a working actor and you've got commercials and like under five stuff or there's nothing. There's no uh, I'm getting by <laughs> you know, you yeah, there. maybe like dinner theater or something, but right. it's, you know, but even then, it's just like you know, right. it's, it's rough. That's a rough life. You know? Yeah, and so then I was doing comedy for a while, and again, I was making okay, and then. Uh, per- my brother was like, "Oh, there's this app called Periscope, which is a live streaming app. You live stream from your room." And I was like, "You're a sicko!" Because this is this is before like when yeah. only thing I knew was like cam girls where yeah, you take yeah. off your clothes. And I was, I said, to my brother, I was like, "This is disgusting. I'm not doing." How much that pay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's like, "We can make big bucks around it." <laughs> uh, have you met my brother? Yes. Yeah, he's great. He's like. My business I think partner. He likes he me. Like, yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, likes my comedy. He says he does. Oh, he does. No, he yeah. does like your yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have a good time. Um, and he loves Leah too. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, he's great. So it was his. He's the one who told me about it. But I thought he was like a sicko, and I was like, I'm not doing it. And then six months later, my. Uh, college agent was like hey there's this app called periscope we can live stream i was like that's brilliant and then my brother was like you idiot i just told you about that <laughs> ago. and so i went on and right away um 
I got like a pretty big following because of the characters and it was very easy for me to just talk. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. A, a lot of people can't talk by themselves. You know, sure. it's not a It's easy, tough, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing. Yeah. yeah, and for some reason just talking without anyone was or just reading comments and talking to people as if they were in the room sure. came easy to me. And so that's what started cuz then I started booking things on the road because of it and okay. um started making money and that's yeah. when things started happening. That's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you never know about these things, you know. People yeah. Just, you never know what's what's going to be the avenue that you take. Right. You know, that's going to get you like a fan base because it's real. Ultimately, that's all it is. It's yeah. like get a fan base, and that's that's what the concentration should be on. You know? Yeah. I mean, too many people people don't focus on that enough, and it's like as sucky as kind of like this overwhelming kind of internet world that we live in and how much is out there and how much it's not about complete talent and whatnot, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. There is access to things that w- I never had coming up as a young comic that that, that we have now. That right. you can like, you know, zero in and find people that, that like your comedy. The, this is my mom's quote, which is so Jewish. You'll see what it is in a second. But she goes, everything... <laughs> <You're Jewish>. she, <laughs> she goes, everything boils down to dollars and cents. Mm. And that's why I was saying it's very Jewish, because yeah. then people are like, oh, go on. But it really is true. Like, all right, there's going to be a shitty comic and a brilliant comic. Okay. The shitty comic is going to sell out the theater. The brilliant comic doesn't have that many fans. That it's gonna gotcha. be. The comedy club wants to make money. They yeah. want to book the shitty comic that's going to put butts in the seats you know so not saying you shouldn't focus on your craft because i think for longevity reasons you better be good because those people won't come back sure but there's something to getting that fan base because if you can't put butts in the seats no one's going to know that you're a great comic yeah kind of thing no it's it's always weird i'll walk by you know caroline's or something it'll be like like this week i i walk by and it's like steve-o and Polly Shore and <laughs> right, <laughs> some guy with a panda head. Yeah, big YouTube account panda head. <laughs> Squirrel man, and I'm just like, what? And but uh, but then I get it, you know. Yeah, it's they like want to country sell. Wayne and all these kinds of people, and it's like you know, it's because we get so we get a little jaded in New York because you know this is like the land of kind of great stand up, right? Know? It's like the David Tells and the Colin Quinns and the Bill Burrs and the Dave Chappelles and like you know. This is like the breeding grounds for those guys, the best of the best. Right. And so it's easy to be like, you know, who the, f- what, who's this, you know, furry, what, what's happening, YouTube, what, you know. And so, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's, you gotta, you gotta put people in the seats. Yeah. And, and you know, the clubs, it's a business. Clubs yeah. want to make money, just like we want to make money, you know. Yeah. So it's like everything. So I get it. And I used to get so upset. Like there was yeah. a, there's a YouTuber, a girl who, uh, not a comic, but is doing comedy tours now because okay, she has sure. a YouTube account, you know. And this is like two years ago. I was so jealous that she's like getting booked at all these places. I was like, she's not even a stand-up. She just gets on stage and tells stories, you yeah. know. But then I was like, oh, you know what? There's no point of getting mad because if these theaters booked me, I couldn't sell out the seats. You know, so exactly. it's like I get it. You know, I mean, I still get jealous. <laughs> you know, and I still hate all these people, but I, I get it and hate them <laughs> versus not understanding. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you uh, do you go to therapy uh, every week? Well, no, most I, I I go through like I call them tune ups. You know, tune-ups. so I've been with all the right. same therapist since I was six years old. Oh, wow. Um, it's a long time. <laughs> Holy shit. You think I'd have my shit together by now? <laughs> Clearly she's not that good. You know? 
<laughs> I probably shouldn't still be having panic attacks and need Xanax and all this crap. But uh, I was, so I was born, I had a bone disease. So I had to wear leg braces starting when I was six years old. Oh, wow. So my mom put like us all in therapy because she's okay. like, you know, someone in my family is going to end up being a serial killer because, like, shit was so weird. You know, you have a sick kid in the house. It's sure. Either my brothers were going to feel neglected, I was going to feel like, you know, I literally looked like Forrest Gump. So, oh, you wow. know, shit was going to go bad if we didn't get out. So, um, so like, I'll go through, like, good periods of life where I I'm, I'm, don't go to therapy. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm hitting a rough time i should start up again and then i start okay. up so it hasn't been like thir- you know 25 years consecutively okay. with her yeah but you know okay. say five years here two years there you know <laughs> currently in therapy a long story short <laughs> you go to therapy right i do and that's kind of how i feel about like aa sometimes where i just like i just won't go to meetings and stuff but then once in a while i'll be like oh, i should probably just drop in and just get a little bit absorb a little right. bit and then take off and kind of like you know get back on track again i go to therapy once uh once a week i just got back today i had therapy he's out for august which is always like ah, august right but, and I'm my going, therapist has gone in august too i wonder if that's a therapy thing i think it is they need a break from us crazies for right. at least a month so for the first time ever last week i did psychotherapy Ooh, what's that that's when you lay down, <laughs> take <laughs> off your pants. No, okay. You have that number? All right. Um, <laughs> I'm in a long time. I need extra touching. All right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, you like lay down and close your eyes, and she like asks questions about See, that things. See, that seems so much fun. Like, I yeah. would love that. Because at first she was like, do you want to try psych? Because I was like, I'm having crazy panic attacks, da da And she was like, do you want to try psychotherapy? And then I was like, well, what is that? She's like, well, you'll lay down. And then I was like, in. <laughs> like, as long as I could lay down, I could do anything. Exactly. You know, so, uh, and we did it. Within like two minutes, I was crying. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not a crier. Even in therapy, I'm just, yeah. I, I talk a lot. Yeah. But I'm not like, my eyes aren't big at the tear. You know, it's just not, I'm not like programmed that, like that. So, um, uh, but I was like crying. We're talking about like things from past, you know. Oh, wow. So all this stuff came up. But then as soon as it was done, I was having back pains. My back stopped hurting. Wow. So there is something to psychotherapy. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Although that but. night, I bombed on stage. I bombed. <laughs> really? So there is something about being crazy that we need, I think, on Interesting. stage. Interesting. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Do you think we need a little crazy? Um, I think, I think um, we can get... I don't know. I think you can get in the right headset and and pull off comedy. I right. Think, I think we. Um, I think we. It depends on the the comedian. For me, um, to me, it's just about you know. I have to have a mindset, but it has to be like, like you're somebody that has like an. I was just talking to Regina about like a natural energy. Uh huh. Like my biggest struggle in comedy is just not being a bitch. Like I can get real bitchy up there. If then that has a lot to do with like just not napping. Right, it's like a physical right. no, thing. I know what you're it could saying. just be not a, yeah. I can eat a candy bar and I'm fine or right, whatever. Right. Like it's little things. Like it doesn't have but to be But that could change the thing. whole set. Oh yeah. Totally. Dude, I yeah, I've had sets that were just meltdowns because I didn't have a nap. Yeah. You know, and it was just and that's it. That's all it was. And like totally. every other show I had a nap and it was phenomenal. Yeah. And then this one show I said, I don't need a nap. I'm gonna go to the <laughs> thing with this guy and have fun and then it was just like whatever. But I think with crazy I know what you're saying with the with the kind of like tapping into this like you know horrible thing that makes us artists i guess whether it be pain as children or right. relationship problems or or whatever not enough hugs or you know i mean i don't think we all have to have that you know like i see a lot of artists that are probably like 
you know, raised okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was, I like to think I had a great, I mean, a great family and childhood. Yeah, your family seems great. They're still showing up. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know how many times, like, because during the winter, during tax season, my dad's in Canada, during tax seasons, my parents live in the city. My mom wants to go to every single Greenwich Village comedy (laughs) show. She's great. I'm like, mom, this is embarrassing. You can't so come. Like she the can. fact that I had to tell because you're all, you're, you're oh, your family. They're great audience and they'll members. Laugh. They, they laugh. They laugh loud. Care. They're great. Well, they're really, you know, I I mean, I get it from them. They're just like they want to have fun. They want to sure. be happy. Like yeah, they yeah. choose every day to be happy. Where I think, you know, a lot of people like we were saying in the beginning of this, where they look to be offended. Yeah, my yeah. family really is the opposite. No matter how, like when my my uncle passed away last year and we decided instead of having a funeral we'll have a talent show mm. like you know and like because so he was an actor and we're like no you know he wouldn't want a funeral we should all like go up and like I'll do comedy my aunt play the piano my other <laughs> cousin sang my brother like put together video montages and we like let, like it's just how my family we like we look for the opposite of being offended it's more of like well how can we make this happy oh that's great you know that's a great thing I mean, back to kind of what you were saying about the uh, do you need the crazy I mean I don't think we'll ever have a Richard Pryor again because I don't think there'll ever be a person that was brought up in a brothel right you know or lights himself on fire or right. you know yeah <laughs> so <laughs> maybe but I, it's like, not likely uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so demons like that yeah. might generate, you know, that kind of talent just right. because you're just digging all these dark places to kind of like find the light. And so, you know, you know, here, you know, Richard Pryor or something like that exists because of the pain. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. And maybe like, I don't know, maybe the more the tragedy, the, the more kind of in depth the artist is maybe there's more depth behind it you know i don't yeah. know i don't know because i think about that all the time because yeah. i i don't think i'm that like i'm not you should damaged. try it though get a cocaine problem yeah. for a year and come back and let's see you know see what happens <laughs> i can't because do you know why i can't do cocaine because in college i would do cocaine and everyone would be like i can't eat and i'd be like no i'm gonna go eat so i was like the only person who did cocaine and would binge eat and I was like I'm gonna get fat <laughs> and I was like if you're really? gonna yeah I'm mean, like if I say I did cocaine I did it like six times yeah. but like all six times I was starving so where most people funny. get skinny off of cocaine yeah it suppresses the appetite not me <laughs> so I was like I'm not gonna be a fat cocaine head and so I was like this is not worth it yeah that's the, that's the upside the yeah coke. yeah it's like I'm yeah. not like you know <laughs> the same thing that's with so weed funny. like I didn't I had a I mean, do you smoke weed back in co- again, well, weed college? Weed makes you yeah. all hungry, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'm only just going to get, I can't, because I can't yeah. control my eating. And I definitely have a sugar addiction. Remember yeah. one time I sent you a message? I was like, I'm yeah. not, like like in the email, I was like snappy or yeah, something. Yeah. And then I was like, sorry, I'm day two off sugar. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Robin, I actually get it. Oh, I get yeah. it. I've, I'm always like dipping in and out. Yeah, every time I give up sugar the first week, I'm just a raging bitch. And like, I can't even... Yeah. People don't understand. When I say I have a sugar addiction, people laugh. Unless you actually understand that sugar really is a drug that you get addicted What's to. What's your favorite sugary substance? Donuts. Donuts. I, like, hands down. It's not, really? I'm, like, so confident. Do they need to be hot? Oh, no. It literally could be in the trash. And so, like, a homeless person could pee on it. And I'll be like, <laughs> this is so I, good. <laughs> I like those little packaged 
uh, powdered donuts. I could eat like ten oh, of those. Oh, really? Just, those like, are good. Sleeves at a time. I mean, I love. Uh, I mean, I'm a big Dunkin' Donuts fan. I love sprinkles with cho- you know chocolate. What about Krispy Kreme? You ever had great? Those? Oh, delicious. The hot ones. You have them hot though. Yeah, that's yeah, another level. Yeah. You see them like coming out on the little. Conveyor you know what's so good? A hot <laughs> donut with vanilla ice cream and then <sighs> sprinkles on top. Wow, that's better than cocaine. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, and then you don't mind getting fat because you know what you're doing. <laughs> you do cocaine and then get fat. You're like, fuck you. That's not how this is supposed to yeah, work. That's how science works. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I love sugar. I do too. I love sugar. Um, and sugar's another thing because I, I gave up everything. I gave up Coke. I gave up whiskey. I gave up all the drugs. Yeah. So it's like, that's all I have left is yeah. caffeine and sugar. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, and after a bad set when I bomb or something, right? Um, sugar takes me back where I need to be. Same. It's just like, I just need, it. I don't have to go crazy. I'm not binging like a maniac. Yeah. Just a little hot fudge sundae, just a little something, See, little I cookie. I can't do the little. What happens is if, well, I, medium. if I have- Medium. <laughs> I'll do a medium. He's like, okay, it's you a lot. You can do medium. You can do medium. I, uh, once I have one thing of sugar, <laughs> I don't stop. Keep going. I, oh, I yeah? have to eat until I'm like in a coma. <laughs> so it's just not, it's not pretty, you know? So that's yeah. why I just try to stay away now from- Just stay away from it at all. Yeah. yeah well, right now I'm off the wagon. So, but like for about six weeks, I was completely like no. When I say no sugar, I mean like cookies, cakes, candies. I could eat co- like things that break down into sugar okay. because I think it's like the actual act of eating it that I love. Does that make sense? Or no. Yeah. No. 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 Um, yeah. I know a lot of people like that, where it's like. Um... Like Leah likes the crispiness of things. Like some people like that stuff. Yeah, I love eating Rice Krispie treats because I love the oh, the so pulling, good. the pulling of it. Yes, I love pull the pulling, the goo, the goo. Is yeah, I know good. exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, I you know, I tear it to pieces. Yeah, and like I just love that the, the texture of it. Yeah, I even like the ritual of like leaving my apartment, walking to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> ordering the donut the whole thing i yeah. love doing well that's what i miss about sm- uh, tobacco was um what i enjoyed the most was i used to smoke cigarettes and i enjoyed getting the american spirits i enjoyed packing them uh-huh. that was like a big deal yeah um i enjoyed uh, i always had a zippo the clink and the smell of a zippo right. lighter and then just the cool guys you know lighting of it and totally. like the image of it and everything and then when I uh, used to dip, you know, in the lip or whatever, that was the whole nother thing. Pack it and just like get a little bottle and like it's, it is. It's funny how things like yeah, it comes uh, like rituals. the rituals. Yeah. yeah, it's like the it's not just the act of it going into your brain and yeah, the yeah, chemicals. No, it's, it's all of the yeah, whole even my to boyfriend. Do. He like when he's stressed at work, he'll smoke a cigarette. Okay. But he's not. He doesn't. Sm- otherwise, he doesn't want to smoke. But he's like, I like the taking it to my mouth and mm. breathing it. It's not yeah. even the. He's not addicted because he doesn't smoke all day every day it's just that when he's stressed he likes that motion and so it's all you know yeah i mean sometimes you can just have like a you know pencil in your hand right the ways of getting by that you know like when i gave up dip i just had like there was this fake dip that i bought Uh it was just like just because the idea of just putting it in my mouth helped a lot and it was just like tea or something i don't know what i was putting in there but it was like some organic thing right that's not as wasn't well just wasn't tobacco i always think of my uh, college roommate was 
freshman sophomore year, she was so beautiful, and she would dip. And I remember she would sit in our dorm room, like spitting into a. I remember being like, so like I was like, you are so beautiful, and you're spitting this gross brown stuff into a wormhole. I want to vomit so bad. So anytime anyone talks about dip, I see dip. I always just imagine her just like sitting on her dorm so bed, just spitting into a water bottle. Well, Leah used to dip. And, uh, oh really? Yeah. So it's not when I met her, but like she, you know, it's funny. She was she did like a one person show, and she talked about the man she was looking for dipped and all the stuff. And then I came in, and I was the oh. dipping guy, and it was really funny. Match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. <laughs> so um, I'm excited to have you on today, and uh, it's like um, you've done some cool stuff. I've yeah. known you um, a little while now. Yeah, it's no, we've. Not, I was thinking about ten years that. maybe almost. Well, well I've start, I, I started comedy nine years ago, and I met you. Okay, right when I began. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I was yeah. like six months in when I first yeah, met Yeah, because Greenwich is about almost seven years old. Yeah. So, wow. And so you were just like a couple years in. we met like shows at Caroline's. Like we had, yes. We did, and then... Uh, random shows. Yeah. Uh, Linda Smith shows, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take her class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how oh, I started. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. She, yeah. she was great. She's good at... I think she's really good at teaching. And stuff. Yeah. When people always ask about classes, I say, yeah, you know... Because some people will not know, like, if classes... I'm like, if yeah. you've never taken... It helps. Like, sure. I didn't. I had no clue about stand-up. I didn't know anything, you know? Yeah. So it was, like, the perfect way to intro is taking a class. I mean, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, t- I was just talking to Regina. I took a bunch of classes. Um, um, what I do, I feel, is um, more beneficial to people, in, in my opinion... Yeah. Because you get more tension, but a one-on-one kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah. when I say class, one-on-one yeah. also. I mean like... Um, no, no, no. I just think classes yeah. are different. I feel classes is like a good way to get to know people. Uh-huh. Because that's what's... like. I mean, that's so important in comedy. Right. Just the people you meet. Yeah. You know, like the, to me, that's what, you know, that's what you should be doing all the time. Meeting people, meeting people. Because other people are going to get you stage time. 100%. You know, all that stuff. But uh, far as this, like the attention to detail, I feel I enjoy just a one-on-one kind yeah, of experience. And, like you just said, I've never you, taught a class. You, you know? just said you get more one-on-one because if you have someone helping you <laughs> with your jokes and not a whole group of people, you'll definitely get more out of that. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I just I think that's kind of the way to go. And I'm just trying to hawk my class on my one-on-ones uh, so people. <laughs> Sign up and don't well, sign up for a class. Let me just say this. If you're going to do one-on-one, you should do it with someone who books a comedy club, right? Maybe. I you mean, don't think so? I mean, think about if um, Joe just, Schmo, who yeah. isn't a comic, yeah. doesn't run a club. Like, you know all different yeah. aspects of comedy. Sure. Versus sure. someone, uh, you, if you're going to take, you want Yeah, yeah, but I don't want them to just, I'm not going to book you just because you take my class. I'll tell you that right now. Like, you got to be funny. And so it doesn't matter because I'm going to give you what I know as a comedian. And then, but I will give you aspects of what people look for. Yeah. Well, when I say that, I don't mean that you'll book them. I mean, you know what bookers want. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've passed all the clubs. There's not one person teaching comedy in Manhattan that's passed every single club, including the seller. Yeah. So it's like that to me, that's what I hawk first. Yeah. I've passed all the clubs. Exactly. Because I feel like they're not just getting yeah. a comic helping them with their jokes, sure, but sure, also sure. from the business aspect. Sure, absolutely. Where I don't know many people that can offer both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's very kind of you know very well rounded with the comedy world. Right. I've done everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so everybody, Robin Shaw in the building. Yay! Yeah, no, sit down, sit everybody. down. Enough. 
So uh, you recorded your album. Yes. You finally got the album out. That's great. Well, yeah. it's recorded. It's just so. recorded. It'll be out probably in a couple of months. Okay. Called and Guilty Pleasure. Guilty Pleasure. Very cool. You know, because all I talk about are my guilty pleasures on That's stage, nice. whether food, men, all that stuff. And then I hope I'll be your did guilty you, pleasure. Did uh, you self-produce it? No, 800 Pound Gorilla. Oh, that's great. Very cool. Did it, which is like, I was so excited about someone else doing all the heavy lifting of Absolutely. the distribution and like oh, promotion, cool. all of that. Very cool. But also, I've, like I could just said, I've been doing this for nine years. And yeah. I'm kind of like, I, I'm done with this. Like these, It took me nine years to really get this hour, sure. like um, the hour I want, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then I was like, all right, this was a great chapter. I want to yeah. put it out, and then I'm ready to start the next, whatever yeah. is next. I don't know. You're going to quit? Yeah. <laughs> Cam girl. <laughs> Back to Paris. See you girl. later. Bye. Going to San Diego. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Um, yeah, now it's time to like do something else. No, I mean, like, I still want to be a comic, but I, I'm like, I'm like, all right, no, I, I talked all I could about boys and my weight and that stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the next. What, I don't know what it is yeah. I'm going to talk about. But I was like, this, I'm really proud of this no, it's stuff. Great. And I was no, ready. I'm very excited yeah. to, that you're doing it and that you did it. And it's like, you're getting it out there. And it's like, yeah, it's like it'll open up new doors for you. Yeah. And, and like, also, so I did two shows, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, you know, case like one show bombed or something sure but the audience was so filled with like friends from high school and college and all these people i loved who've like throughout the nine years have come to little things so it was almost like a celebration i was on such a high all weekend because it wasn't just like this album it was like we were all like celebrating that for nine years i've you know fucking i don't know if i curse but i've been like really like just put my heart and soul into this Tough, 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 tough business. Oh, yeah. You know? You almost want to well up when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And then I'd look out and I would see, like, a kid I went to camp with when I was 13 showed up. You know, my acting teacher from high school showed up. Yeah. All these people, and I was like, I, I, was on, I was on such a high that all these people came to, like, celebrate this, you know? so See, that's, that's one thing that's cool about, like, doing comedy, like, when it's kind of near, like, where you grew up, kind yes. of. That's a beautiful oh, thing. definitely. You can just get, you know get people to come out a little bit that yeah maybe support and stuff yeah. and look, people haven't come out in a while because yeah. we do we, when you do this for you yeah. know every night people give up on you know yeah, yeah, yeah. see yeah. you but this well, they all came out well my album recorded i had i didn't have anybody like, <laughs> <laughs> the first show was like nine people <laughs> i was like oh it was the worst and then it was like but there were a lot of comedians that showed right. up and so was, i feel like a lot i mean i mean sure they all wanted spots but still and uh so there was a lot of comedians that were kind of like in the back and stuff, and they laughed. It seemed, right. it seemed like they supported me. Yeah. And uh, but I did it on my birthday, so that's it. The recording on my birthday and oh, stuff. Oh, that's and nice. So that was kind of cool to kind of like have that. It was know, in moment. you did it in New York. At New York Comedy Club. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, so def- I definitely have the home advantage of like everyone I know lives in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even if I did do it in Texas, it's like nobody really supports me out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> My family's I have the opposite of your family. Your okay. family's kind and warm and supportive. Uh-huh. Mine's just like, what are you doing? Huh? Are you gay? Why are you in New York? You <laughs> this know, is why you're all. a stronger yeah. comic than me. <laughs> it's all about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more demons, I guess. But uh, but no, you're you're doing great and you're strong and you're what's what's funny about you is like, um, you know, I I love knowing that like. No matter what the the situation is, you know you're gonna go into the crowd and kind of like go in with the you know a positive energy and an attitude, 
you know, you're always excited to be yeah, on stage. Yeah, I try. Because, I, I, you know, if that's insane, yeah. you know, and I think you know that. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a fake. I, I try to be nice to everyone, but I'm not fake, you know? So yeah. you can tell I'm, I'm really excited to get on that stage. Yeah, you it's know? not an act. Yeah. Know? Some people might be like, oh, who's she, why is she trying to pretend to be happy? No, yeah. she is. She is. She really is. I know. Yeah. I thought that too, but she really is. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've spent way too much time in that tiny backspace for, yeah. for me to be fake this whole time. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? But, that I couldn't uh, fake happiness. But you've given me uh, so much stage time that I owe so much to you of how strong I've gotten over the last few years. Oh, I appreciate that. Really. I mean, the amount of time I've spent on that stage at Greenwich compared yeah. to any other room is hours different. You know, like, I mean, oh, you know, great. so I, I really credit how much stronger I've gotten the last few years to how much stage time you've given me. So thank you. Oh, sure. Thank you for, you know, just... You know, taking the spots and like, you know, it's like, you know, being a part of the club too. It's things really helped. It's like, because that's the thing, you're a comic, not to worry about. Even if you have an audience that's weird or you don't like your set or whatever, I still know you're going to do the best you can do. You're not going to flip out and call somebody, you know, crazy. Right. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to melt down on an audience and yeah, make it a yeah. situation. <laughs> so. Although now I want to, yeah. just to see what you, that would be just funny. see you just in the back. Be like, I would love to see you have a meltdown. All right, Robin, he's time for a tune up of therapy. <laughs> Get back. <laughs> Very cool. Um, did you work the road a little bit in the beginning? Did you have you have do you have like crazy road stories and stuff? Um, did you open for anyone or anything? Not really. I mean, like I've done road stuff, but like one offs here, not okay. like I've gone on the road with them. My craziest story was I got hired to do a private event on Long Island. I, so I do a lot of private events. Private people, events. People yeah. book me for temples, birthday parties, oh. bachelorette parties. Okay. I do that more than like road clubs. Okay. And. Uh, this one, I got hired to do a surprise party. It was a, it was um, the wife of an oil owner. It was her okay. birthday. And okay. It was a surprise party in their fifteen million dollar home on Long Island. Okay. The stepdaughter of this woman, I was the gift from her. Okay. <laughs> so already everything's bad. Okay. <laughs> so I show up at this fifteen million dollar home. Everyone is in there, the dining room. It looked like this huge hall. It looked like yeah. a banquet hall eating, right? And so I come in. I have my little mic and mic stand. My brother's yeah. with me, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, I um, throw my stuff, the mic and mic stuff, down on the table. Everyone goes, no! And I was like, what, what? It wasn't a table. It was a million-dollar piece of artwork. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lady whose birthday it was was like, who are you? And then the stepdaughter's like, this is a comedian. She's your gift. <laughs> and like now everyone's inspecting the artwork, right? <laughs> and then the stepdaughter was like, just do, do you want to start now? And I was like, now? Like, what? Like, this is crazy. So I was like, okay. So I take my little mic. I turn it on. I start... I get two minutes in, and the woman whose birthday it is steps right in front of me and goes, okay, everyone, enough of this chit-chat. Let's go into the living room. And all at one, like, the 80 people stand up and just, like, walk by, you know, like, oh fast night. That was, like, the most degrading <laughs> night of my life. Like, now I could laugh about how ridiculous it oh. was. But, like... And then waiting around to get paid. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. Because if you thought I was leaving, I was not leaving without yeah. that paycheck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's my, like, craziest. Yeah. It's it's funny how, like, that we continue to do this after, like, experiences like that. Yeah. I mean, that. I think they would break most people. That was the most degrading thing oh. has ever happened. Comedy in my... can be very degrading. Yeah. You know, you just have to kind of pick up the pieces and, like, okay, next set's going to be better. and Yeah. 
Because really then crazy. you think, okay, well, if I could live through that, how much worse can it get? Do you know what these yeah. in my mind? Like, is okay, well, that was really bad, you know, <laughs> and I lived. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's you know, you have to have a certain kind of like fire in you to even do this. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think if you don't love it, you're not going to last in this business. No, you really have to love it. You have to love everything about it. You know, yes, you yes, because it's like people ask what comedies is like, and there was a funny chart one time I saw somewhere. So I had to think what stand comedy is, and like 80% of it is travel, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, if you, yeah. <laughs> like, if you, you know, like, if you don't like being in a car for six hours, yeah, you know, then stand up's not for you, yeah. If you don't like flying somewhere, weird place, and staying in a yeah. shitty hotel, and you know, like, if you, if you don't, if all those things drive you crazy, then just you, you just can't do this, yeah. This will not work for you. Yeah, I would say travel is just as important as not being scared of public speaking. Because, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the two, yeah. both. You, you have need to, to be able to do both of these. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So you did your album. And how did you um, go about um, – did you reach out to 800-pound gorilla? Yeah. I decided like I wanted to put out an album. Okay. And so I reached out to them and they had just – I didn't know this, but they had produced uh, – Kate Wolf's album, okay. and I was opening for her. Oh, great. So I had said, hey, like, I'd like to see myself, and they said, oh, we actually saw you. Don't, I'd love to do your album. Oh, great. So it was like That's not fantastic. a- Yeah, and they have been a dream to work with. That's like, so they, cool. They have like, and like, they have a team of people, and like, sure. so they introduced me to the lawyer, to this, yeah, to this, yeah. and I was That's like- great. I, it felt so- I just had to be funny, you know, yeah. and I like usually when we produce stuff, that's just one part of a million things sure. we have to do. So to have like someone backing you is, uh, yeah, no, was label like, was, you know, that was a really good thing for me as well. It's like, it's just, it, 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 you feel legit. Yes. You know, yeah. You feel like somebody's, you know, you feel, yeah. Just like feels, someone believes yeah, you that like, you, you're, 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 you're like J-Lo, you yeah. know, you're like <laughs> <laughs> people, she's doing this and they're doing and this. And let me tell you, that. this weekend I acted like I was J-Lo. <laughs> Did you? Oh, totally. Did you fire some people and like run around? No, but I definitely had like, um, like, like I had people line up to take pictures with nice, me, nice. you know, which they did, but I mean, I knew everyone. Sure, <laughs> it was sure, like sure. my aunt. I was like, hey. but, uh, you know, uh, but then also, you know, I had a lot of people again from the live streaming show up. So oh, I did great. get security. Oh, nice. Just one, one guy. But you, you know, one comedy guy. clubs, yeah. you know, they have um, security. This sure. was a theater, yeah, no yeah, security. And I was sure, like, sure, sure. I have all of these people yeah. from live streaming. Knowing, showing up, yeah. having one person there just in case yeah. someone gets drunk and yeah, rowdy. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I called him my bodyguard, even though nice. he was like scared. <laughs> you know, so like that way, I thought I was J Lo, but otherwise, yeah. I was just on. I was on such a cloud nine, it's just great. like being able to sell. Again, there's so many tears, you know, of like yeah. things you don't get. So this was just like a. I was just celebrating of. You know, it's really great. Yeah. I, I can have the opposite experience. Like, Did I, you? I, I, was, so. I was just nervous and I felt like I just didn't like the audience that came out the first show. I was just like neurotic and like just kind of like, you know, just like, ah, it's not as good as it can be. Did I go short? You know, like it was just like, you know, I just felt like I was too panicky right. about the whole thing. It turned out well, but I felt like, um, yeah, that's the thing about an album is like you don't know how it's going to turn out until it's laid oh, out, and then you can totally. have somebody go in and chop it up and, yeah. make, it, and make it sound nice. Oh, my thing's. Pro- I always feel like when you think you do have a great tape, and then you look at it, it's shit, and like vice versa. So you yeah, never, yeah, yeah. you just don't know. And that's why you do two done. shows. You can yeah. like blend and. 
things like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, look, I hope the album's amazing. I hope everyone be. loves it. It will be. But no matter what, no one could take away this weekend from me. Like, I was just so... No, I'm I sure felt it's going like, to be yeah. great. You always do well. I think it's going to be great. And so probably um, like two months, you said? Yeah, months. a couple of months. I thought sometime in the fall probably it'll come out. Oh, what, what are we in? Jul- Jul- yeah, August. Do you um you already have like your album cover or do you know mm-hmm. what you're doing? What, yeah. What did what you do for uh, that? It's me in like a... Sexy red dress <laughs> with donuts <Really? laughs> and wine and like donuts food and, wine. and like cookies and all this. Stuff. <laughs> it's literally a guilty pleasure. It's like me looking gorgeous, but like with food and you Hilarious. know. But here's what's so funny to do the um, what is it called the uh, logo, like the graphic, right? First, um, I found like I asked Eric Newman who he used, mm. and the guy like did something for like fifty bucks. And I was like, this looks like something I could do on my computer, sure, you know. Sure, sure. So then I looked online and I was looking up the graphic designers and I found this guy and I loved his stuff and he had 20 years of experience in graphic design of yeah. porn DVD covers. Nice. But I liked the graphics. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I sent him a message and I was like, hey, I was like, I'm doing a comedy album. How much would it be for you to do the, um, you know, words and graphic and everything? He's like, look, I have 20 years of experience in porn DVD. I'm trying to broaden my portfolio. I'll do it for free. Oh, wow. And then I was like, so, so, and he did it, and it looks so good. That's great. And, like, I know it's from a porn DVD guy, <laughs> which is, like, <laughs> a guilty pleasure, you know? That's so it perfect. All, it all comes full and circle. And you had a great story. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, That's when you great. look at it, now when you see it, you'll you'll know, like, hey, oh. that guy does a lot of porn DVD covers. So <laughs> you got that, like, porn lettering and stuff. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's, like, sparkly. <laughs> It totally does. That's perfect. Yeah. That's what you want, you know. Yeah. Get a little flash out there. Yeah. And so now he has, like, on his website, like, all these porn DVD covers and my album covers. That's the way. Well, you have all the food on there. And that's a a thing, too. People watch people eat and stuff. Yeah. That's that's so weird. Well, when I – remember, I lost a lot of weight. I lost 85 pounds. When I was fat, I would date guys that were into fat fetish. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember the first time I found this out. I was on a date. This guy grabbed my thigh and he goes, oh, I love your thighs. And I have a huge fat fetish. Oh, no. And my heart dropped because, yeah. like, he just called me fat. You know, yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah. I didn't know it was a compliment. Sure. It's still not a compliment. But, like, it, like, broke my heart. <laughs> it's a white guy. It's not a compliment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, then he's just calling you fat. Yeah. You know? um, and so I remember being so upset. But. Part of the fetish, and I started talking about this on stage, is they like to watch you eat. Yeah, that's so weird. And so weird. And so weird. It's like I don't, I don't know. I, I hate watching people eat. Like I, me too. <laughs> it actually grosses me out. Yeah. Because if their mouth is open and I have to yeah. see anything, I get so disgusted. I'm always amazed. I've had a, I had a porn star on here and stuff. I interviewed her and stuff, and you know, I'm always just amazed by fetishes. Like I don't. I don't understand certain things, like why that's a fetish. I, like some things make sense to me, and some things do not make sense at all. Feet don't make sense. Um, watching someone eat doesn't make sense. Um, other things do, you know. It's funny. I get feet. Stepmom, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I get feet. Well, okay, I don't get the eating. Feet, I can understand because, okay, why is someone attracted to a butt or boobs or whatever? It's a body part. So maybe that I could understand. Yeah, it's yeah. a body part. Do you like feet? No, not <laughs> at all, actually. But I, I, I can understand it more than eating. Yeah, I guess. But I just... Because uh, I I I'm like, well, at least it's a body part. You know, mm-hmm. eating really makes no... Yeah, but those other body parts kind of serve more of a purpose. You know, you know what else I don't get is, <laughs> like... No, oh, that's not true. I oh, went you to because I, I, oh, I, I went out I with guess, a foot I guess guy. You could, yeah. 
and you need really strong lower abdominals is all I'll say. We'll keep it clean. But you want to use your feet? Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was a really a workout. He was crazy, though. Hilarious. He was crazy. Maybe there's a connection between crazy and feet. I don't, know. I don't know. But uh, that is, what I Sniffers are weird. Like sniff people that sniff shoes and stuff. Oh, I don't know those. You know, shoe people? They're shoe people. Just the oh, shoes. Oh, there are. Actually, my ex-boyfriend was a shoe person. That's so he loved stilettos. Like, not on him. Like, on a girl. Well, honor girl's fine, but these are guys that sniff them. They sniff the shoes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's a sniffers. There's fetishes of guys that like objects. Like, you ever hear about those guys that go around, like, having sex with picnic tables? What? <laughs> 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 I, I travel around with the, your face Talk about getting right wood. Now. Talk about getting wood. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, splinters? Come on. Yeah, this, this guy got arrested. He was, um, you know, the whole... Were there um, people at the picnic table? Yeah, <laughs> It's a family, like a little family having a birthday, <laughs> little birthday, <laughs> birthday lunch, <laughs> like, birthday Uncle party. John, stop he's that! Like, he's like humping the table. Ah. You know the hole in um, like a circular table where the umbrella would go. Oh my gosh! So some yes. guy got arrested in like a park for like having sex with the picnic table, and then he was like, "No, but I love the picnic table." Oh, and then no. you found out he had like a fetish for picnic tables. That is weird. Yeah, and then there's the, I saw this thing with this guy who had a fetish for blow up um, pool toys. Okay. On oh, no, blow up dolls, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's where that but came these from. were blow up toys, like like a like a pink flamingo kind yes, of. Yes. Yes. Really. So I mean, like people got their things, and that's why I try not to judge because I'm like, oh, you know, I judge. That's, a, <laughs> that's some weird shit. You fucking a floor. Remember you in the asked? Pool. Like, Come I feel on, like you man. attract a lot of weird people to your <laughs> fan base. It's probably because I'm like, oh, that's totally normal. You do you. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, we, you know, we're lucky. We have people in our lives, and so I guess when you maybe you don't have like a person, person, you find other things that you can yeah. just stick your dick in. I and guess. I also think like <laughs> exactly. And I also think like we chose to date or be with people yeah. that don't have these fetishes. You know? Yeah, it's so weird though. But people have them. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a site for all of them. How do you do after shows? Because I know it's different for like female comedians and stuff. Do you get do you hit on a lot after shows and no. stuff? No. I get moms wanting to set me up with their sons <laughs> so much. I remember I opened up for Tom Cotter, right? Perfect. And I and I'm on stage and then, you know, I think what I was doing, thirty minutes. I get off. Now he takes the stage and the woman in the front leaves, like follows me right off the stage and goes, Oh, I just want to give you my son's phone number. You know, on stage, I sometimes say I'm single or whatever. You know, no no one cares if you're like happily in a relationship. You know, they want like. Yeah, I take my ring off when I go on stage. I feel like I do better with certain crowds. Yeah, because I feel like, uh, you know, me making these dating stories present and not so. Oh, back in the day when I was single, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, But so it's a lot of like moms wanting to set me up or like with their nephews. Did you ever do it at all before? Nope. No. I have not hooked up with one <laughs> fan. Oh, wait. No, my boyfriend is a fan. Oh, so you yeah. met him at a show? Periscope. Oh, Periscope. Yeah, and then he came to a comedy show. Okay, he came to New York? Um, No, I was performing in L.A. Oh, okay. And then he came to a, a show. show. And then... uh. But I was still with my ex. Oh, wow. So he was just like a fan from across the country oh, who was like wow. really nice. Look at you, bad girl. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I got, became single and I was like, oh, yeah, there was this guy out in California that was cute. <laughs> so like the only fan I ever dated, like I'm probably with a marrying. So, that's like, great. Well, yeah. That's a success story. And I've never hooked up with a comic either, which is, I know, rare. 
in yeah. this field. Yeah. Um, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I have I mean, no, like, exes. I've been able to pull it off, but a lot of people can't. And then you right. end up seeing that person all the time. And, right. Yeah, know. no, it's definitely, uh, I think, a hard thing to pull off. Yeah, I lucked out because I dated two comics. And in the first comic I dated, she ended up kind of just being a maniac and... I don't know. She's probably locked up in some psych ward or something. And then, you know, and the other one should be, but she's my girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we love her. <laughs> I've known Leah since I, like, when I think like my first show ever, like when I was doing a bringer, mm. she was the closer or the host or yeah, something. Yeah. So I met her from like day one and we just like, Linda Smith shows. I yeah, think. She yeah, used yeah. to host a lot of those. Yeah, and we just like clicked from. Yeah, that's good. No, it's you know, but uh, we're you know, you're one of those people that I root for, and I'm really Thank happy you. that you have an album coming out. And I root for you too, and, and I'm appreciative. I, like I said before, you've had my back since uh, day one. You oh, know, that's so nice. I I, it's, that. it's not lost on me. I appreciate it because a lot of people, I just be like, yeah, I hate everybody. So it's nice when people, you know, yeah. no, I nice oh, back. I hate a lot of people, <laughs> but. I take no. I have lists of people <laughs> that have been kind to me because yeah. I really do remember everyone who was bitchy to me in the beginning. Oh yeah, me you too. know. Me so too. I don't forget. Sure, <laughs> but yeah. I also don't forget everyone who's good. to You have to remember both. Yeah. You know, because there's yeah, there are people that are good to you, and you have to remember that. No, this is good. Um, thank you so much. No, for thank you for being, having being me. On. It was fun. It's always good to always the running joke I have is just like you know, in order to have like fun conversations with people that you like, you have to book them on a podcast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my god, it's. So so true. <laughs> like, just, God we go for coffee, but yeah. you know, we have to do this to actually have a real conversation. <laughs> My closest friend, like, is Emma Wellman, right? Sure. We're so close. We hadn't seen each other for like four months. She's like, yeah. "Hey, can you do my podcast?" And I was like, "Finally, we could see each other. That we can actually talk." Yeah, so it's it's actually really true. That's great. And so, where can we find all this pair, this uh, online well, stuff? If you that go you do? To, just go to Instagram at Robin Shaw Comic. Okay, and what what's, what and are we going to find on there? Videos, live streams. Dreams, characters, wow. every, you'll find a little of every, me sitting, you know, in a toilet, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there having, you go, getting the fetishes having, again. Me having sex with a picnic table. Making <laughs> love to Boston cream, whatever. Well, that's, the act, that, that's not a joke. That they will say. <laughs> and how can we follow you? Uh, uh, other social media? Everything's or? at Robin Shaw at Robin Comic. Shaw. Okay, yeah. Very cool. Uh, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having it's me. It's always fun. And uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, please follow us. Uh, I'll leave you with this on Twitter and our Facebook page. And also, if you're interested in uh, comedy coaching, you can go to my Outlaw Comedy Coaching uh, Facebook page. And we will get you in this beautiful craft called stand-up comedy and see if uh, it's for you. It's uh, probably not, but uh, it's very, uh, very difficult business. And we really don't need any more comics. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest ad ever. But I'll take your money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most honest ad you will ever hear about stand-up comedy. You know, as Dolly Parton says, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. I got to buy these boots. All right, kids? Got to buy these, these hats. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'll leave you with this. Bye-bye. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.